the shadows with Jordan. Welcome back to another episode. You all have been asking for this episode, so here we finally go. The Twin Flame Journey. What is it? What are my thoughts on it? Is it even real? These are the questions that you guys have all been asking, so I figured why don't we all find out together? I'll give you all the information and my opinion at the end of this episode, and you tell me your experiences as well as your own thoughts about this journey. So let's start with what in the actual hell is a twin flame connection? The twin flame connection is an intense soul connection with someone that is thought to be a person's other half. In other words, their mirrored soul. It's based on this idea that sometimes one soul gets split into two bodies. Twin flames are considered to be our most perfect mirror, and that's because they are us in another body. And when you have found your twin flame, it's passion, but with a side of challenges that will help you to heal various ways in order for you to ascend to the 5D. They say the stages of a twin flame relationship go like this. One, the meeting. You will meet your twin flame and have an intense emotional, spiritual, and physical attraction. Two, the union. Both of you will start a romantic relationship with each other. Three, the separation. This is where both of you will trigger the shit out of each other. You will feel emotional turmoil, which will result in the runner and chaser dynamic. Four, the spiritual growth period. During the growth period, you will start to have a personal and spiritual transformation that will take place that's like no other. The fifth and final step that will take place is the reunion. This is where both of the twin flames will reconnect after you both have healed, resulting in a much stronger spiritual connection. They say the twin flame connection is a bond like no other, where it's often not even logical on how the other person can feel the other's emotions and what they are thinking at times. Since they act as each other's mirror, they reflect back parts of themselves that remain unhealed, which is why the connection can be very triggering and can also result in this runner and chaser dynamic. The runner tends to have an avoidant attachment style and avoids their feelings. The runner knows that there is love there, but they cannot feel the depth of the love at times because there are things within themselves that they're not really willing to face at this moment in time or even to process before they move forward with the twin flame connection. So in a sense, they deny the connection, avoid it altogether, while the other chases after them, waiting for the day that they will connect again. The chaser tends to have the opposite attachment style which is the anxious attachment. They will give a lot and settle for a lot in order to make the relationship work. Now, let's rewind and go back in time to Plato's Symposium, where he talks about the original human. 
The original human was created with two faces, four arms, and four legs. However, the gods feared these beings and split the humans into two halves, resulting in humans spending the rest of their lives searching for their other half in order to feel complete. It's said to believe that when a person meets their other half that is his very own, something magical and wonderful happens. The two are struck from their senses by love. They realize they belong together and never want to be separated ever again, not even for a moment. When people reference Plato, they also reference Aristotle, who once said, Love is composed of a single soul inhabiting two bodies. While researching more about Twin Flames, I was consumed with articles that said 10 ways to find out if he's your true Twin Flame. YouTube videos basically regurgitating these same articles that are online. And even TikTok sounded very similar to all of those other things. But they also had stories that people were sharing about their twin flame journey. Even through my failed attempts, I did somehow miraculously find two YouTube videos that go into detail about the twin flame journey. The first is the purpose of twin flames by the alchemist. They go into a lot of detail about the twin flame journey and how it intertwines with the oversouls and the ascension to 5D. Now, I have to say, this YouTube video was way above over my head. Oversouls is something in the spiritual community that just goes in one ear and out the other. It's almost like I get it, but I don't at the same time. So for anyone who can kind of dumb it down for my level, just uh, send me a message and let me know because that would totally be cool. (laughs) The second YouTube video I came across was Nick Zyes. Now, I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. It's a seven-minute video on the history and truth on Twin Flames. I absolutely love the way he created this video, as well as his showcasing how people reference religions to the Twin Flame journey. Now, in my research, I couldn't get past all the freaking articles that were like, ways to see if he's your Twin Flame. So it was actually nice to hear factual claims on why people engulf themselves in this journey. That way I was able to look up those religions and the stories for myself. I have many listeners around the world who believe in many different views and faiths. So if I'm mispronouncing or sharing this religious stories wrong, please, please let me know so I can recorrect it. But from what I researched in Nick Zai's video, it references Shiva and Sati's relationship as well as Radna and Krishna. Shiva and Sati were like the Romeo and Juliet in Hinduism. At least that's the information that I gathered from their story. Sati marries Shiva against her father's wishes. Her father humiliates both of them for getting married. So Sati kills herself in a fire sacrifice to protect Shiva and to uphold her honor to her husband. It's said to believe after Sati's death, Shiva carried her body around the world. As he did, her body parts fell to the ground in 51 different places. These places are now known as Skatipitas, and they are sacred to the Hindu community. 
Radna and Kranisha's story is about everlasting love. They are the representation of the purest bond of love and emotions. Their love teaches that with love, it is necessary to have patience, power of sacrifice, and strength in order to support your love. That difficulties and problems are a part of life as well as happiness. Nick Zai's video also mentioned how people reference the Bibles, Samuel 18, 1-30, which states, And it comes to pass, when he had made an end of speaking to Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knitted with the soul of David, and Jonathan loved him as his own soul. Now, here comes my thoughts and opinions and my experiences when it comes to the twin flame journey. I loved reading and listening to these religious stories about love. I think love is a fascinating emotion. There are all different types of love. There's love for your parents, which of course is different from the love that you have for other family members. There is love for your child, which is way different than the love that you have for your partner. There is love for your friends and even for your pets. These are all so different and love itself has layers and levels to it. It's the only emotion we chase after and desire to experience. We tend to romanticize love, especially if we have never experienced it within ourselves. So all we have to go with is what others tell us what it feels like. We watch movies and they show passion, aggression, yet gentle all at the same time. We see the women begging to be wanted and the gentlemen kiss her goodnight on her forehead. She slowly closes the door, bites her lip, slides down the door, sits on the floor, and all of us in that moment know that she is head over heels in love with him. We also see in movies and in books in this masculine energy of today's world, the hustle and grind that we all go through, us women desire to be submissive. Even at a young age, princess movies tell us what love should feel like. And for a long time up until, well, (laughs) today, if you look back a couple of episodes, you'll see love is a shadow of mine. So writing this episode is actually kind of strange for me. Because of my childhood trauma, I have always looked for someone to love me enough to come save me. Even now, as I start this process of reconnecting with my biological dad, my inner child just wants to be saved from all the bullshit I went through. I just want him to open his arms and me run forward and to never look back of all the problems I've ever had. And that's how I feel about this twin flame journey and connection. We desire this everlasting, once-in-a-while, passionate connection. We romanticize this sense of love. We want to be wanted and needed in such a way that we fantasize what it would be like to have someone who is meant for us, who's meant to understand us, who is meant to love us on this deep, unconscious, spiritual level. Someone who completes us, heals us, and will never leave us. 
But this kind of thinking can cause people to slide down a very slippery slope. As I did my research, I watched people, mostly women, share their stories. And as I listened to these women share their stories, they were full of many fucking red flags. And sadly, emotional and physical abuse. Over and over again with each video, these women were saying that this is all meant to happen because we're twin flames. He's just awakening. My tarot reader told me this would happen. I want you all to fucking know, twin flames or not, does not fucking excuse abuse, whether it be emotional or physical. If you are experiencing this, please get the fuck out of the relationship. Love yourself more and leave. Make a plan, save some money, run, and never look fucking back. Now, with that being said, I've personally watched women and men manipulate others thinking they were in a spiritual twin flame or some kind of god or goddess destined to be together in relationships. They would send things like, two, 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 thought of you, we're destined, or say that this reading confirmed that we are twin flames, and that wasn't the case at all. I even had a friend tell me that me and my husband were twin flames. We were just chit-chatting about the day, and we had been talking about our significant others. She is a person in the spiritual community, and... She gasped and said, oh my God, you guys are twin flames. All because we had the same group of friends but never met each other until that day at the bar. Because we joke around and say he ignored me because I was sitting on the wrong side. And I knew instantly because he ignored me that he was the one. By the way, it wasn't that. (laughs) I was sitting on his wrong side. He's deaf in one side of on one side. So I was sitting on his deaf side. See? She also claimed because we both have broken our foot by a car running us over that that was meant to be. Because our moms are pretty much similar but on opposite spectrums, that was another one. And because we have both grown spiritually together while being together and that our spiritual gifts have grown. She even said because we finish our sentences, it all makes sense. The thing is, is that we do match a lot of what the quote-unquote twin flame connection would be. Our relationship can be at times a runner and chaser, where at times you can't tell what emotion my husband is experiencing. And while I have love as a shadow, so I chase it everywhere I go. But what's interesting is I did play around with this theory. I used my discernment, pulled cards, asked the pendulum, (laughs) and even asked my husband and a few other friends in the community just to see what everyone would say. Of course, I pretty much am a skeptic until I get my own confirmation on things. The cards and the pendulum both confirmed and they both came with the same answer that someone else is my twin flame, but my husband is my soulmate. And to me... That makes a lot of sense. But do I really think that the twin flame connection is real? (laughs) Actually, 
you may find this answer shocking, but yes, I do. Not in the sense that you all may be thinking right now. When I tell people this theory, they laugh it off. But to my core, this is what I actually really believe when it comes to the twin flame theory. We have lost our sense of self in so many different fucking ways. We give out the type of love we desire or the type of love we believe we deserve, which can cause us to have this attachment style, which creates the runner and chaser in relationships. I believe we desperately want someone to save us because deep down we want to save ourselves, but either don't know how or we think we don't deserve it. We project and romanticize someone else doing it. We place the blame and shame and power onto someone else instead of looking inside ourselves. That way, when things don't go right or according to plan, we can excuse it away and not hold ourselves accountable. So I couldn't sit here and say, yes, my husband is my twin flame. (laughs) Or I could say, well, my cards say someone else is. (laughs) But in reality, that's really taking away my own fucking power. My own power of putting in the work to wanting to better myself, to finally deciding to put myself first and do the work to save my own fucking self. I can connect to my real twin flame, which is my higher self. And that's what I believe is the story, the soul split to two. I can become one with myself and love myself the way I wanted and needed. So when tough times come up, I know I can save myself even while waiting for someone to rescue me. It's about the balance of allowing someone to save me and allowing myself to save itself. It's about learning that what we seek in others is what we have within ourselves. The power and the knowledge of knowing who we are is key to showing the world how and why it should treat us the same way we treat ourselves. The love we give ourselves should be the standard everyone gives us. And if they can't, then we have the power and understanding to see it and move on. This is why so many people are stuck in the toxic love cycles. They are showing others how they love themselves, which is bare minimum at times, or none at all. And those people reflect it back out to them. We project, others reflect, hence the mirrored souls. This higher self theory also explains why we feel others' emotions. It's really our higher selves letting us connect with how we truly feel subconsciously and let us know what our inner thoughts reflect. We want ourselves. We want to love ourselves. So it sends that out and we feel it. That's why we decide to grow and heal spiritually. This is why so many on the twin flame journey end up finding self-love and self-worth. But you all have to be the judge for yourself. What do you believe? What is your experiences? And as always, let me know your thoughts.